around. I'm talking here and now. Let's go. Your time is running out. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here and now. It's not about what you've done. It's about what you're doing. It's all about where you're going, no matter where you've been. Let's go. Hi, welcome to Get You Fit Radio, the radio show that helps you lead a healthy lifestyle. I'm Irene Cook, and I am your radio host. I have been coaching people on how to lose weight and and find the healthy pathway to wellness now for close to two decades. And at least for the last 10 years since I've been um, focusing more on positive energy, um, I've, I've had countless of clients say to me that they would be able to lose weight better if they would stop um, self-sabotaging. Um, and the word sabotage and self-sabotaging has become more and more mainstream over the years. In fact, more and more uh, people say it commonly and more and more people understand what it means. But until you actually study the psychology of it, you might not realize how often you are doing it. And uh, when it comes down to sabotaging your efforts, uh, this could include all different facets of your life. It can include your career. It can include relationships. And it certainly includes wellness. Um, so if you're somebody that says that you exercised this morning or you worked hard all week long, so you've earned the pizza or you have had an amazing workout week and, and, and you've lost a couple pounds and so you've, you've earned the fact that you are going to go out to eat over the weekend and that is what you do or perhaps you're stressed out after a rough day and you need the chocolate to help you relax, um, this might be an indicator that you are a self-sabotager. Um, so, so careful um, about this because although you might still be uh, aiming toward the direction to lose some weight, and improve your fitness, you gradually will always revert back to your old ways. And it becomes a cycle, a vicious cycle, and you find yourself always at the beginning. Um, and I know uh, many of you are listening to this right now going, oh, this is totally me, this is totally me. But um, this uh, broadcast does get better because there are elements to this research that will actually surprise you. Um, so, so it is no surprise by any means that you by now know exactly what you need to do. Um, weight loss is not a secret. Uh, it is calories in, calories out. It is manipulation of your intake. It is exercise. Um, but people still can't seem to do it. Um, you may feel like you could write a diet book by now with all of the things that you know about weight loss, but you still can't act on it. 
And the truth is there is a huge difference between knowing what you need to do um, to execute this and actually doing it. Um, so, so hopping on to the, the newest and latest diet trend is one thing. Sticking to it is another. Um, so, so the word success or lack of, therefore, boils down to the mindset. And that is a word that I often use, but it is mindset, it is psychology, and it is habits. And you may notice a trend in probably the last eight or nine podcasts that I have done because they all intertwine. These habits um, are something that we develop and they all intertwine with our mindset and the psychology of. Um, so there is no diet, diet that is solely based on the food you eat. Um, and, and we need to figure out why you gain the weight in the first place. So a diet will not fix the emotional, mindless, stress-induced um, eating. And a diet itself, a food plan, will not fix the habitual, um, mindless binge eating that might occur. Um, many people have a, an issue with mindless munching in the evening or um, those sweet tooth attack after lunch. Um, basically, a diet won't get to the root cause of why you are overeating. So people often don't think of this as a fear of failure. And I frequently hear, I don't want this to be another failed attempt. Um, my goodness, I hear that so often. Um, I hear it when people reach out to me when they are thinking about joining my program. I hear it on applications. Um, I hear it in conversation when people meet me for the first time and, and I could be at a party not even talking about uh, my profession and people will say, you know, I would totally join your program, but I just, you know, I just really don't want to do another program that I'm going to fail. Um, and so that right there is um, showing uh, self-sabotaging. Sabotage happens when you are scared of succeeding. So why would somebody be so afraid of success? Well, if you're successful, um, any number of fears could be realized. For instance, if you won't have any food as a way of temporary escape, um, then uh, you won't have any way to deal with the uncomfortable feelings such as self-doubt, regret, disappointment, or fear, because maybe you are suppressing them with food. So we have to get to the root of the problem. Um, oftentimes people are afraid of losing weight because it's a safety blanket that might be uh, keeping them from taking on an action. Um, but ultimately, um, the bottom line is you need to get and face what the actual issue is. Um, maybe you just feel unmotivated about something that is important to you, or maybe you just think you are not good enough to achieve this important goal. Um, uh, a, a relationship that people develop with success is that failure can be complicated. We all fail, and self-sabotage happens when your subconscious mind interferes 
with that rational mind. Um, so you need to confront this um, and, and you need to make a commitment with yourself um, and say to yourself that you are going to do this. And so going into this, um, you need to, to make this statement that you are going to make mistakes and you are going to have failures, but these failures aren't going to stop you. They're actually going to strengthen you. And so, so with that being said, let's talk about this. How can you create a program for yourself um, knowing that you are going to have little setbacks um, and, and get stronger? So first off, why are you self-sabotaging? Well, it's, it's a really hard thing to overcome, um, particularly uh, when you don't realize that you're doing it. So first off, you need to tell yourself that you deserve this. Um, I had a conversation today with somebody who um, has had a horrible year. And 2020, um, you know, will always be noted, I think, for, for a lot of people as uh, just a horrific year. Well, in her case, she lost three close relatives um, uh, that passed away, uh, various health issues, um, uh, actually both of her parents and a, uh, step sibling. So that's pretty close and that's a lot of grieving. Um, and she flat out said she did not feel that she deserved to take care of herself. Um, she felt that, that her efforts needed to be put towards her family, her kids, her, her job. Um, and so she is really coming up with an excuse for why she should not um, direct her attention towards her weight loss. Well, meanwhile, her weight is climbing and every other aspect of her life is falling apart. And what I mean by that is um, because her weight is climbing, her own health is deteriorating. Her cholesterol is up. Her blood sugars are up. Um, her her energy is lower. She's not sleeping good. So in that case, you or she needs to convince herself that you do deserve this um, and that there are certain things in life that you can't control. But when you go into something um, with the understanding or the thought that you don't deserve this, you're not going to succeed. Um, there's something called a preconceived notion. Um, and that is when you assume that you're not good enough, you won't be. Um, and there's been studies done. When people start something with the idea that they're not going to succeed, then they're not going to succeed. And that right there is, is the mindset piece. So mindset. Let's fix this. First things first, lose the self-doubt. Go into this, and whether it's career, whether it's family, whether it's weight loss, your health, do not surrender to your weakness. Um, I came up with this line years ago. Mm, my gosh, probably 11 years ago. I was training somebody, um, still train him. Uh, his name is John. And uh, we used to always say, people that surrender to their weaknesses will never succeed. So... We all know what our weaknesses are. And when you surrender to your weakness, um, you are laying down uh, to basically what you know you cannot succeed with. So flip that around and be more positive. Less self-doubt. 
that little voice in your head that tells you that you can't do it, um, you need to shoot down that voice and you need to say that you can do it because every excuse in the world will surface um, and, and that, that voice will be piercing to you, um, but you can speak louder than that voice. Um, don't think about the mistakes. Think about what you've done right. Um, because for every negative thought, you can come up with a positive one. For everything you've done wrong, you can come up with something that you've done right. So let me give you an example. Uh, you had a great week, and it's only Wednesday. But you had a great week. But then on Wednesday, everything just fell apart. Uh, you, you didn't make it to the gym, and you started picking at the chocolate, and it just, you got derailed. Well, under normal circumstances, somebody that has this preconceived notion that they're going to fail would look at that as a failure. Being more positive would, would take the situation and say, I had a really great Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and, and focus on the positives that you had. Um, focus on those successes. Permeate your thoughts with everything that you did right. And, and compliment yourself um, for the things that you did right. Um, if you spend the rest of Wednesday dwelling on what you did wrong Wednesday, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and probably Sunday will be filled with negativity. Um, so so self-sabotagers technically and typically are very negative, um, you need to see the beauty of the world. Um, you will always have a negative comment about everything. Um, so you need to turn it around and have it become more positive. So if you are not a positive person and you're listening to this, your eyes are probably rolling up right now thinking, I, I just, I can't, I can't imagine being so positive. Well, negative thoughts turn into hopeless and defeated feelings. Um, the more positive you are, the more positive you will become. So I assure you that, that this little experiment will bring more satisfaction um, and it will also bring more uh, positivity to people around you. Um, so if you are just tuning in, um, you're listening to WHRULP, uh, Huntley Community Radio, and I'm talking about how to avoid self-sabotage. And self-sabotage is when you um, feel that you are not good enough, you're not strong enough, um, and that people don't like you. And, and that, that is going to only bring um, the actual uh, behaviors out uh, in you. So we need to stop being more negative. And basically, negativity is like a virus. It will spread, and it will spread distorted feelings, um, which people will promote. Um, so be positive, have a positive light, and um, that positive approach will go far. All right, self-sabotagers often will compare their progress with others. And so when you find yourself comparing your progress to others, um, you need to stop doing that. Um, comparisons will not motivate you to do better. In fact, they will only make you feel like you're not good enough. Um, have you ever heard the term, we don't live in glass houses? Um, basically what that means is we 
don't have the ability to really truly see what's going on in other people's homes. Um, if we did, um, we would be shocked um, at what really goes on in people's homes. Um, I, I said something to someone yesterday uh, during one of my Zoom conversations, and, and it really, her eyes just bulged out of her head. And, and, and I want you to listen to this clearly because I think it, it really made an impact on her. When you see somebody uh, walking down the street or at a grocery store or whatever, and they have the most amazing physique and they look like they work out every day and they look like they just have the, the most clean eating lifestyle ever, um, I assure you that they struggle. I assure you that they struggle with their eating. I assure you that they hit snooze in the morning and that they pry themselves out of bed to get themselves to the gym. I assure you that they have had battles with themselves to put the cookies down. And I assure you that they still have bad eating days. Um, But I, I also would probably guarantee that they have gotten better at it um, because they've obviously have reaped the benefits of their lifestyle change because their progress shows. Um, nobody is just born with the ability to to thrive. Um, it is something that is learned. And, and when you look at somebody and you compare your progress to theirs, you're not seeing the struggles that they have gone through. Um, and perfect example, when I had my fourth child at the age of 40, um, I had so many people, um, after I got my weight off, assume that I dropped the weight because, you know, I was a fitness trainer and I was in the industry and I had this great metabolism. And I, I was not by any means going to hold back by saying, you know, I, I work really hard. Uh, and if you could see through, you know, my house, if my house was made of glass, you would see me weighing and measuring even the tuna fish that I put on my, on my whole wheat bread sandwich. I mean, this is not something that, that just comes naturally, um, just like we assume. Um, and we assume that all the Hollywood stars have these elaborate lives that are, are wonderful, and that is not the way it is. We also don't know, um, by making these comparisons, um, who has worked hard and who has cheated. And we also don't know if somebody has lost weight by taking a shortcut and doing a fad diet that is only going to bring them um, weight gain instantly um, upon two or three weeks of, of going back to their old habits. So don't make those comparisons um, because um, it's only going to frustrate you. Okay? Um, better yet, consider things that you have um, that someone else doesn't. So, so always look at what you have and uh, praise yourself for that. Um, procrastination. This is a big one. Um, people usually wait until the problem has gotten so big um, before they deal with it. Um, and with, with weight, it's usually when the clothes don't fit. Um, or if it's, if it's not that, and if you don't have a weight problem, it's when you go to the doctor and the doctor says, oh, looks like uh, we got to get you on some cholesterol medication or blood pressure medication. And so now, now you have a real problem. Um, and, and furthermore, some people actually avoid the doctor because they know that that's coming. Um, and so avoidance, procrastination, 
um, is actually a form of self-sabotage. Um, and uh, oftentimes people will go out of their way uh, to procrastinate uh, to the point where they will even make excuses. Um, like, I, I, can't, I can't do this uh, weight loss plan because I'm not good at technology and it's all online. Um, says the person who is a um, Netflix watcher or a day trader and, and knows how to, you know, trade stocks. You know, it's, it's priority. Um, you know, uh, if, you, if you can order DoorDash, um, then you can go online and figure out how to log your food on FitnessPal. Um, these are all excuses. Procrastination usually leads to you not wanting to do it, and you're putting it off um, because you think the project's too large, um, you're afraid it's going to be too painful, you're afraid it's going to be overwhelming, um, you think it's unreachable. Um, for example, if you have 50 pounds to lose, 80 pounds to lose, you don't know where to start, you need to organize. That's what you need to do. Uh, Break it down into smaller clusters so that you can reach it. Um, you know, don't worry about all the different facets. Um, come up with something that is is more within sight. You know, start out with the 10-pound the weight loss. Um, and then once you get to 10, lose another 10. Um, don't make something that is so great that you will lose your focus. And that is typically what will happen is people will... Um, go into something and realize that their goal is so great that they can't obtain it, and then they lose their focus. Um, and so with that being said, um, you should always have an escape plan. And uh, your escape plan brings us right back to the very beginning of today's broadcast, and that is when I said um, your mistakes um, you're going to make mistakes, and so you should learn from those mistakes. And if you are somebody that self-sabotages, um, typically a self-sabotager will make a mistake and they quit. Because the second they make a mistake, they crawl right back in their hole, and they don't want to deal with the fact that they made a mistake because they look at it as a failure. Well, if you have an escape plan and you know that when you make that first mistake, what is your plan going to be? Um, um, it's, e it's more easily justified, and you can actually learn from it um, instead of hiding from it. Um, it'll help you with your focus, and it will actually help you um, understand what you did wrong, and it'll help you avoid um, doing it again. Um, so basically, the bottom line is this. You need to keep your eye on the grand prize. Remember Bozo Buckets, the grand prize game? Okay, now, now we all know my true age, but good old Bozo Buckets. This is going to put it into perspective. All right, and if you don't remember Bozo Buckets, it was this, this show, and, and at the end he pulled contestants out, and, and I think there were like eight buckets lined up, and you had to throw this like ping pong ball in, into this little garbage pail. And um, you got the grand prize if you made it to the last bucket. So first you had to throw in bucket number one, and then the clown would give the ball, and you throw in bucket number two, give back the ball, and then three, and then four, and all the way down. 
Um, so, so oftentimes with weight loss or any goal, people only think about the next bucket. You're only focused on the next bucket. Well, if you're only focused on the next bucket, you're never going to see um, and, and think about that grand prize. Um, you need to look at all of the dimensions. Um, and, and with that being said, um, this is multifaceted. Um, it's like a tree um, that, that needs to blossom. And so if you miss the first bucket and it falls out, you just try again because you have many, many tries until you get to that last bucket. And people that have succeeded with weight loss, um, they, they keep trying and they come up with strategies on how to aim for that bucket until they get bucket two and then they get bucket three and they, they keep going until they finally get to that last bucket because they have their eye on that prize. Um, and, and just like a tree, um, a tree has branches and it has stems and it's multifaceted. Um, and just like a tree, it needs to be nurtured and it needs to be watered. And, and if, if a tree's limb breaks off in a, in a storm, um, it's okay. Um, it could still grow. Uh, damages will occur. You shouldn't just cut the tree down um, just because it, it, it had a, a storm and, and, and you lost a branch. Um, when you don't see immediate results, um, you need to keep going and follow a regimen for success. Um, so big picture, goals, um, eye on the prize. You'll get to that big bucket and you'll lead to a beautiful blossoming tree. So enjoy the rest of your day. Let's go. Make no excuses now. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here and now. Let's go. Your time is running now. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here and now. It's not about what you've done, it's about what 